you make Russ look bad with your accounting. <laughs> Russ is always like, we're going to do one, <clears throat> two, three, and then Russ is like, blue. <laughs> or he'll flash back to his football days. Yeah. It's like, hike, hike, hike. Like, no, no. The number of monitors that boy has broken during our show when we do our sinking count and he just throws a football right in, right through the monitor. <laughs> he just gets the, the thousand in. yard stare. We were just boys. We were just well, he does boys. a thousand yard. He does the thousand yard throw. Oh, I He's, see. Um, oh. Yeah, it broke my body first. <laughs> to never break my mind. Slender warrior. <laughs> I called him. My name is Justin McElroy, and I know the best game of the week. My name is Griffin McElroy, and I, I do know the best game of the week. My name is Christopher Plant, and I know the best compilation of games of the week. My name is Miles Luna, and sadly, I'm not Russ Frustic. Oh, no, that's not, that's not sad. Who is sad? Not sad in any way, shape, or form. There's only one. He's incomparable. Don't be sad. <laughs> happy to be here. We're so happy to have you, Miles. Uh, where might people know you from, Miles? What were your preferred... Uh, uh, credits. Uh, I'm a writer and director for animation. I do a bit of voice acting. You might know me from Red vs. Blue, Camp Camp, Ruby, um, fun internet cartoon shenanigans. All right. And today we're going to be talking about, uh, well, we always here on The Besties talk about the latest and greatest in home interactive intergamement. Mm-hmm. Um, these have come a long way since, uh, you know, spinning up Tony Hawk on your PlayStation 1. <laughs> Uh, this week we're talking about Tony Hawk on Tony Hawk Pro Skater one, one plus two and two one plus, one two. plus two so three <laughs> so three um, Chris can you give us a quick rundown on what is up with uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater one plus two remastered definitive edition uh, colon <laughs> dreams slash three hundred and sixty two days sure 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 sure. So, first thing you should know, it is not the previous remaster of Tony Hawk 1 and 2, the very bad one. This is a brand new one. It is made by uh, Vicarious Visions? Yes. That's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the studio that's still around. Um, and uh, it is a combination of both Tony Hawk 1 and 2, but with the uh, rule set of Tony Hawk 4. I know. I know <laughs> a real game changer, uh, and and I, literally, it, it, it's it is basically Tony Hawk one and two, but uh, better, which we will argue about right after this break. Y'all, you already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, Rocket Money. They make it so easy to get your personal finances on track especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need. Keep the ones you want. Get rid of the rest. Here's how it works. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. 
All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have and it's worked, which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties. Rocketmoney.com slash besties. Tried playing it with my freaking ride board, <laughs> my Tony Hawk ride controller. <laughs> oh, yeah? I guess that's my first complaint. I put, I was so stoked. I got the Tony Hawk ride skateboard controller out of my garage, mm-hmm. put it down on the floor, and I just started doing it. it gang, it's like falling off a log. I was kick flipping. I was uh, Christ daring. Uh, hard to do a Christ dare from a standstill position, mm-hmm. but I was doing it, and the the fucking game just didn't even. It's like it was Greek to it. It didn't even realize that I was doing all these sick tricks. So I give this one a one out of ten stars. Wow, that's, that's, uh, Miles, let's start with yeah. you. Talk talk about before we get into this uh, new version of Tony. Talk to me about your history with uh, Tony Hawk Pro. Uh, the Hawk, Mr. Man. Hawk, and his great work. Uh, Mr. Hawk's good, good games uh, entered my life when I was about like nine or ten. Um, I was more of a thug kid, if I can be perfectly honest. Hell yeah. Oh, wow. Um, that's, the best, wow. That's, that's the best one. It really is. And, and and I actually like those better, I think. Yeah. Honestly. It's funny because I, um, my girlfriend and I were playing the game together, and when we booted it up, we're playing, we're having a lot of fun with it. Oh, we can do a little manual, do kickflips. Mr. Hawk himself runs you through a quick tutorial. You're back in it um, almost immediately. <laughs> And he warns you every 15 seconds to please be gentle with his old body. <laughs> please don't make me do the tricks, please. In the first game, he's like, and if you fall down, no big deal. Get down, don't just shove off. In this game, he's like, if listen, if you fall down, I, I will break three of my bones and I have a family. Please don't fall off the board. Play as one of the new kids, please. I'm begging you. Please let them fall. <laughs> or let it happen to Bob Burnquist. <laughs> Just not the hawk. It is a <laughs> b- a bold and fucking righteous choice, I think, to have the, the the cast of characters are the classic skaters. You got your your Bob Burnquist, your Tony Hawk, your Bucky Lasik, your everyone. Not Bam Margera. Not Bam. Bam, I don't think is in this one. Bam had to go. In <laughs> Bam had to go, but they are their ages now. Like you are playing as what fifty so one year old Tony Hawk. And like joking aside, I think that's pretty fucking cool. I think they should call it "Come Skate with Your Dad." <laughs> that's what this game should be called. "Come Skate with All Your Dads." Do you are you guys that will play as the uh, provided professional skaters, or do you immediately make a custom skater when you play this game? I immediately make <sighs> a custom skater. I was going to, but the menu is very obtuse, and I could not figure out how to do it for quite some time. But eventually, I did make. Um, Justin McElroy backpack skater. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm a Burnquist man. You really? Know, through and through. Yeah, which I, I realized I w- was not um, a smart child. Um, so I never looked at stats. I was just like, this guy seems like he's good at grinding. Uh, <laughs> what a twist it was to learn <laughs> two decades later that I was using the character not meant for my favorite way of playing the game. So in a way, uh, it's kind of like you were doing the training with the resistance weight Dragon Ball Z armbands the whole <laughs> exactly. time. Exactly. I flew to the top of the highest mountain in Colorado, and that's where I get all my Tony Hawk stash. I'm 39. Plant, how old are you? Uh, yeah, like 35. 
something like that. So I, I don't know. This sort of hit me. Tony Hawk Pro Skater was like first year of college, like my freshman year of college mm. and some high school, like right around there. Um, and it this is like it was like a huge cultural thing, but d- definitely always one where like I had friends who were skaters like I, I had I had kids for whom this was their culture, but I always felt like kind of an outsider to the, like it always seemed like kind of a, beyond the skating and the game part the aesthetics of it always seemed like kind of a window into a culture that I nece- wasn't necessarily See, a, uh, a part it, of. It hit me at, I mean, I feel spoiled because meeting this game while you were in junior high is the That's real sweet perfect spot, storm, right? I mean, I was, I had, I had every band's Warped Tour uh, cassette mm-hmm. tape. I was no FX, was banging on on the system. When I was playing at my Christian friend's house, I got MXPX playing on the system. A little bit of a <laughs> twist, right? Right? Yeah. I got some mighty mighty boss tones, um, <laughs> and I mean, we we played the Nintendo sixty four version because we love a good frame rate. And I mean, we we destroyed that cartridge. I yeah. outside of Goldeneye, I can't think of a game that we put more time into than than that original Tony Hawk one. I was alarmed to discover just how much of my fashion as a child was dictated by the professional yes. skaters in Tony Hawk's. I was like, I was telling my girlfriend like, they wear cargo shorts. See, they think it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it's it's so weird because I never skateboarded, but like, I also only wore like vans mm-hmm. and like for for whatever reason that that left such a huge uh impression on me it also le- it also like uh i think there's a documentary that uh is on hulu or something like that i haven't watched called uh pretending i'm a superman Ooh. and it's about how like <laughs> uh the original tony hawk's pro skater like actually genuinely revitalized skateboarding as a like profession as a thing that like people actually gave a shit about um we've we've gone on such a like wild tangent but uh this is well no i don't i don't actually think it's wild because what i what i was struck by with this is like how weirdly like it's nostalgia but building uh, it's nostalgia done in a way that makes you feel like you did playing the original game which i wish we had a better um way of uh communicating i don't know if you all have have noticed this but a lot of people on at least my twitter timeline have picked up skateboarding Mm -hmm. in kind Uh of the weeks ahead of and after this game coming out um nicole carpenter one of uh, the reporters of polygon just picked it up and i think that the, the, the nostalgia is not just for the game it is for that moment and also that freedom of being young and like Mm -hmm. doing these things and griffin you mentioned like how um powerful it is that the skaters are just like their age yeah and something that i really admire about that is skating always felt like a young person's game and like i just imagine like once you turn 25 they like i don't know made you get like an office job or something (laughs) um and i don't know like the energy of this game is like Man, it's do whatever you want. Like, it's yeah, make you 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 want to like relive uh that that part of junior high culture for yourself. Go ahead, get that that sweet sweet boom boom huck uh skate deck, and go break a leg. Like, uh, you'll yeah. be okay. I mean, the entire the entire sort of aesthetic of the game is this sort of like, hey, let's rewind, let's go back. There's this VHS sort of lens that's applied to everything. You know, it, it opens up with. The, the skate video, um, just like the original did. They, they've got the new skaters in there. You've got 
Um, Superman fires up as soon as you hit the main screen. Um, but like everything, like when you when you fall, there's not a recover animation. Instead, there's this sort of artifacty digital sort yeah. of effect and a rewind sound plays and you're back on your board. If you hit a loading screen in the part creator, it goes to the blue screen rewind VHS thing. Like the whole idea is like, hey, let's go back. Let's have fun. Let's let's go to this yeah. olden time olden time jesus christ <laughs> 1999 and, and also like clean it up because yeah. so I, I i played that um the previous tony hawk one to remake and my reaction to that was oh wait maybe i hate these games <laughs> like ah yeah. uh, yes uh, love challenges where i find people uh, suffering from poverty and i do kickflips over them mm-hmm. like yeah. so much of the humor of those games sucks shit it sucks so yeah. bad um, it, it's just the worst and this game is, I mean, really makes an effort to be inclusive and, like, be friendly yeah. Um, yeah. without, like, feeling like it is losing its edge. Because I think that that's the thing that so many skate games in the past have worried about, where it's like, well, if we're nice, how yeah. can we say skate or die if we don't want <laughs> you to die? <laughs> they're... they're it, it, it is helpful, I think, to understand uh, where this game succeeds in like considering where the last remaster, uh, which was what Tony Pro Skater HD, which was a compilation of oh. one and two by Robomoto, who uh, God love them, really drove the whole franchise into the ground. They're the ones who made Ride and Shred, Ooh. and I'm sure that wasn't you know their decision to make a peripheral based Tony Hawk game. But then they also made Pro Skater Five, which was a sin against <laughs> God in heaven. <laughs> Just because it's relevant, we had a question I just want to get to uh, from Jill on Twitter. Uh, it said that Griffin McRoy said, don't buy this game at the beginning of yeah. his review of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5. Did that like actually impact you coming into this game? Were you like, did that leave such a sour taste in your mouth? Where was that? No. Was that during E3 okay. when we were in New York, Griff? I remember I watching you play yeah. it for the first no, time. We, like, yeah, we were, we were in we were in New York and when it when it came out, and uh, yeah, it like it was it was fucking terrible. Uh, it was buggy, and but the bigger thing, and it was a problem with Pro Skater HD too, is that it just didn't feel right, and that is like the yeah. thing. That's the reason that the the reason this game succeeded, and the reason that like it became the thing it is, and spawned you know a couple dozen you know sequel iterations is that it felt great if it, mm-hmm. it like the ability to string together tricks and uh build these combos and uh do all these like transfers and you know try and try and combo the whole park like that was only possible because it felt very good right and it only got better uh this game incorporates we, we mentioned the mechanics of uh pro skater 4 so like you're playing levels from one and two but in the original pro skater you didn't have Revert, which lets you come off a half pipe and then turn that revert into a manual uh, and then turn that manual into a spine transfer. Like all of these things didn't exist right. uh, in in the original Tony Hawk. And they just feel right this time. And it's it's and, and it's one of those things where they made a million little decisions to get that feel correct. But like if they hadn't gotten that feel correct, then everything else doesn't fucking matter. And that was the case in Pro Skater HD, uh, which came out in, in, in 2012. So, like, it, it, everything else is just kind of icing on the cake. Like, the game looks great. They've added some new goals to the levels in, in Tony Hawk 1. There's, like, a great multiplayer mode. There's Create a Park. All that stuff is great. But but the for me, the headline is it feels like you remember Tony Hawk feeling, which has, which has not, honestly not been true since, like, what underground 
one or maybe even underground two mm-hmm. came out in the early 2000s so it's been like 15 years <laughs> since there's been a good game a tony hawk game that like actually felt pretty good i think that's like pretty incredible i will go on record saying that the grind mini game in tony hawk's pro skater is one of the best feeling little game mechanics since like well, I guess not since, but like I would compare it to like the active reload from Gears of War. It's such a small thing, but it just feels so right every time. Yeah. I only like grinding. <laughs> yeah. I it, it's Tony Hawk's Pro Grinder. It's like is <laughs> and my And the stuff in between. It's weird. Yeah, I will say this as a warning for uh this is not to denigrate the game, but it is to set sort of expectation setting. Um it's not thug and it's not some of these games that later in the series that built more cohesive stories mm-hmm. um, or uh, even stuff like let you get off your board, yeah. which was a big deal for me yeah. uh, because I really liked knowing, Oh, I'm going to fall. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to stand. I better go my skateboard. Um, but it doesn't build that stuff. So for me, there was a little bit, there's less of a compelling reason to keep like playing it, but that's just the sort of person like, I have a skill cap with this game, mm-hmm. right? I don't I'm I've never been good at like stringing together like the flips and tricks and stuff like that. I'm good at like not good, but I prefer to play by like stringing together like grinds and manuals to get finding an interesting path across the the world and getting some of the the secret collectibles and stuff like that. But like I'm never going to be uh great at mm-hmm. this. And I think that for me what kept me playing the other games is sort of like the story stuff and like some of the other sillier things. Uh, that are not here with this. It's very boiled down and very like, uh, well, boiled down is not even fair because there's, but it's very focused on the yeah, skating. Right. If, if that is, is that, that simplicity yeah. from earlier, um, I think, I think that's through every layer of this game. It is the three minute round. You're going to do these um, um, challenges. Once you do six challenges or however many you unlock the next stage. And it is very much focused on that sort of loop um, in a way that I would actually argue, I think this is a great co-op game. Like, the couch gaming experience with this is, I think, really, really great. Like, um, my girlfriend and I played split screen for a little bit. We did some free skate. She wasn't super interested in competing. But when we went to the, you know, I guess you could call it story mode, it's three-minute rounds. You just hand that controller back and forth. And it's fun watching someone be like, oh, dude, that was a sit. You landed that. That was amazing. Or when they fall, it's also kind of hilarious. Um, I think I'm, I'm kind of with you. I don't really know what the longevity, like, I don't know how long how much more time I'm going to spend with this game. I'm normally not a person to like look at a price and like equate it, but like, I think the $40 price tag is nice. I think the thing that is, I have a hope for this game. And that hope is when the world opens back up uh, and we can like have house parties again and stuff. This to me actually strikes me like a great background house party game in the same way that like Guitar Hero, Rock Band or Jackbox has become like the soundtrack yeah. for this rules. Yeah. You throw this on a TV. <laughs> it's 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 essentially a splash screen you can have in the background. And just that like that little three minute bite sized delicious Tony Hawk session that you can then hand off to people or watch like that's where I think that's where I hope this this game might get like a breath of fresh air. Um, but I don't know. I, I really like I dug the soundtrack, the new songs. I Hearing some of the old songs is, of course, like takes you back there's some songs that they added that were not in the original soundtrack that i would have sworn on a stack of like i would have sworn that mxpx song was in the initial soundtrack but it's not it's added for this so i don't know where i heard it i guess church (laughs) probably probably at church um but they added uh uh some more rap songs which is cool that feels like a little bit more 
uh, in the spirit of of like inclusivity that the the game has, like it's like trying to be a more encompassing culture. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, yeah, I mean the the characters too. They added you know people of color. They added more women. They added their first non binary skater. Like they made an effort. There is still a magical bum you're supposed to ollie, yeah. and I'm not sure here in the year of our Lord Anno Domini 2020 <laughs> we're still ollieing magic bumps. No, I don't even think we call them bums, no. and I'm pretty sure we shouldn't ollie them <laughs> if we do see mem- people who are experiencing homelessness. Uh, not not ollieing them is one of the top things they sh- they mm-hmm. say. Uh, so that feels a little weird, but there is something. It, it was a feeling that was hard to put my finger on of like simultaneously like experiencing my nostalgia and then thinking about how someone who didn't have that nostalgia would like interact with the Mm. game. Like all of the songs felt very relevant to me because, but like, I wonder if it had been like, if I was playing a game as a kid and all of a sudden some like in, in it mixed in with my, um, my counting crows and Bush, (laughs) there had been a, fucking Chicago track. Or like, yes, some Doobie Brothers. <laughs> Doobie Brothers. Like, what is this? <laughs> I hope it's not like that, but I worry. It's like, uh, I, I would be interested to see how younger people are, like, experiencing mm. these these oldies. <laughs> this oh. one, these classic rock tunes. Well, that's the thing. Like, this, there, there are people who play video games now who are probably listeners of this show who were not born when the last good Tony Hawk game came out, like that can't be understated. Is that like this? Like, I, I honestly hadn't thought of it th- that way, but like there probably are a lot of people playing this game for the first time. Like, oh shit, wait, these are good. Like, no, EA isn't carrying the torch anymore mm-hmm. with with skate. Uh, and there have been a few other sort of like skateboarding projects, but like nothing nearly with the impact that that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater had. And so, like, this is a this is a for a lot of people. For all intents and purposes, like this is a new genre mm-hmm. to them, and that's uh that's sort of a wild idea. Well, I was guessing, what is your most embarrassing Tony Hawk game? Like the one that you Ooh. love that you know is like uh, maybe maybe not great. I mean, to to Justin's point, I I have a deep nostalgic love for Tony Hawk's Underground, and I remember loving the story, loved making your own logo, getting to choose a skate team. Um, I can't imagine the comedy in that game has aged well. I just can't. <laughs> no. I yeah. specifically remember like a scene with like your manager without a shirt on and someone screaming like pencil dick. And I like as a kid being yeah. like, this is comedy. But I, I can't imagine that has aged super great. But the plot of Thug 2. <laughs> I'm reading the plot is now. <laughs> Tony Hawk and Bam Margera kidnap you <laughs> for a secret uh, battle. Like the plot description of Tony Hawk Underground Two is six paragraphs long. <laughs> it's like Bam and Tony uh, uh, kidnap you, and they're going to have the World Destruction Tour, a worldwide publicity-free skating tour, where two teams, Team Hawk and Team Bam, compete for points, and the losing team has to pay for all the expenses. Jesus Christ! I'm, this is inc- <laughs> this is an incredible wiki. This is the last sentence. Nigel wants Bam to give him the tape of the tour, which shows Phil. Bam Margera's dad, in the toilet, shouting to his wife, April, for more toilet paper. The game ends with Bam and Tony humiliating Beaverhausen once more as Bam pulls down his pants on international TV. <laughs> That's a good video like, game. This is like the stuff that I, yeah, I mean, this, I got it, especially hearing skaters do terrible VO <laughs> in games is like, that's my ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> hearing Bob Burnquist explain why you have to ollie all the clowns, <laughs> why it's really important. Yeah. Damn, they kidnapped the president's daughter. You got you got to <laughs> grind my my dad's coffin. I put like thirty hours into Tony Hawk's uh, downhill jam. Oh, yeah. Game, spinoff game, based off of the worst level. The worst the level of Tony Hawk, yeah. Um, yeah, it was bad. Uh, Justin, what do we have coming up next? Oh, my gosh. So much plant. We're not done talking about Tony Hawk. We've got uh, some Tony Hawk bar trivia mm-hmm. from uh, Mr. Plant himself, some communique from you, our li- beloved listeners, and some uh, probably some honorable mentions. What? Who knows? Who knows? But let's uh we'll get into all of that and so much more right after this quick break. You go get a phone, you just want a phone, talk to your friends and family, you're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts and you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech, you know? The contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not gonna do that to you? Not gonna pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. They're wireless plans. There is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice, easy solution, save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, pay 15 bucks a month? Say bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills, the unexpected overages. Sound familiar? To get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, Fees and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This episode of The Best These is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right, so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up. You just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi. And once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old. I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old. And they both love their Aura frames and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. So, Plant, I understand 
you have some some trivia for us. I I, I do have some trivia for you. And I'm going to start out easy and we're going to work our way into the more difficult questions. Does that sound okay? Hopefully you get like the first one right. Away from keyboards? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no no cheating. No cheating. Okay. Uh, So we'll start off super easy. We're just warming ourselves up here. Okay. In what game in the Tony Hawk series did the 900 first appear? My wife. <laughs> my wife. Um, I, uh, it was in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3, and they had to do it like at the very last minute. They, they were like, as it was in approvals. They were like still adding it because he hadn't pulled it off yet, and he like actually did it like moments before it was supposed to go to print. Wow, I mean, is that true? I, that sounds that is true. true. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. But like, wow, he like it was already in. What's the, the words escaping me? It's when the the platform holder is like it was in uh, cert. Cert, yeah, it was in cert, and he does the trick, so they have to go back and add it. But like, okay, but couldn't I turn my board around? Three and a half times in one, and you just wouldn't get an. It wouldn't call it a nine hundred. Like you just. It would be like in this game when you do a, a four impossibles. It says triple impossible plus impossible. <laughs> like we've already ba- we've already passed the limits of possibility. You can't give me a quadruple. Come yeah. on. Uh. Okay. 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 Uh. I'm, I'm gonna make it a little more challenging. Uh. Neversoft, the mm. studio that made the original Tony Hawk Pro Skater, rest in peace. Uh, they got the job because they were able to complete a supposedly doomed action video game for action Activision. My wife. <laughs> yes. Jesus. It's uh 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 Apocalypse and, the Bruce Willis oh, yep. action you know, game. You answered the question I didn't even get asked, which was who is the star? Damn <laughs> Bruce Willis actually ironically, interestingly enough, was not supposed to be the lead of that game. Uh-huh. That he was supposed to be your partner. And then everybody realized, like, well, this is stupid. Everybody just wants to play Bruce Willis. But they had already done the VO with him. So they had to cut out all the, like, get the red key cards. And just cut it to, like, I'm enjoying getting key cards. <laughs> I like the idea that he's just psyching himself up. Like, I got to get the red key cards. <laughs> got to do Come it. on. You can do it, Bruce. Come on, Bruce. I, I remember playing that on, like, a OPM demo disc and thinking yeah, it wasn't baby. it wasn't half bad. It wasn't a terrible it's game. It was a good game. Okay, okay. Good game. I'm going to get was, a little tricky. It was a nightmare. Uh, in which okay. Tony Hawk game does Shrek appear as an unlockable character? Uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Pro Skater Four. No, wrong. No. no, I think it's later than that. Uh, was it? Oh God, Project Eight. Justin, do you have a, a submission? My wife. Uh, I'm gonna guess uh, Proving Ground. Underground Two. Damn. Whoa, Underground wow. Two. So it really was his a very grind good game. special. This is from Fandom involved. Earwax's lubricant, uh, and as an alternative to spraying graffiti, Shrek burps onto walls, which then makes his trademark S. And that's really paying I homage did... to the property. That's a tender love for the yeah, idea. Yeah, that's how... Hey, also, weirdly, Jack Black is in this game. Did he record new oh, VO yeah. to replace his old VO? Was he in the original? Or they just yeah, they, they, the old clips? they brought him in to, like, get re- redone. Wow. Officer that's amazing. Decker, wow. what was the character's name? I don't think, I think he's. Dick. I think it's. I think it's Dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my God! No. You guys. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a. It's a. It's a funny. Um. Uh. Okay. Okay. We're gonna get a, a, a little trick here. In which Weird Al music video does mm-hmm. Tony Hawk appear as an extra? Oh God. Oh God. I, I believe in you. 
I mean, I didn't know Shrek. Now I'm questioning all of my decisions. <laughs> I'm gonna give you three more yeah, seconds, and I'm just gonna. Was I'm it gonna, smells, smells like personal. smells like Nirvana? It is smells like Nirvana. Oh, wow, that's nice. actually it is so yeah. good. He, his his company helped provide wow. skater <clears throat> extras. And then they're like, hey, you know what? We got to get the Hawkman, the Boom Boom Hook. Got to get the Hawkman. <laughs> got to get him in this game. Um, okay, uh, it, it, here, here's, here's the most challenging question that you're going to get. In the Korean version of what? Tony Hawk Pro Skater <laughs> 2, who appears as exclusive characters? At characters? So there's more than... There's, mm, interesting there's more that you than noticed one. that, yes. Ah, uh, man. Is it is it a musical? It is. Oh, Aerosmith. I mean, Tony Hawk. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, shit! I like God, that. Aerosmith is like not bad. That would not surprise <laughs> me. Seems right. Uh, is it? I mean, is it a? Uh, is it a Korean musical? Act? It, it is. Ooh. Okay, but Tony Hawk. I don't. I. I. I don't know that I know enough about the <laughs> Korean music scene back when Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 uh, came out. I, so. Yeah, I'll, I'll let y'all know. It was the uh, four women of K-pop band Finn KL. All four got added to Tony Hawk Pro now, Skater 2. Now, there were actually just one character that they sat on each other's <laughs> shoulders. Voltron style just hopped on a board. 30 people. Interlock. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that, that's that's it. I, there, there, there's uh, some other stuff that I learned that, that I'll share with you. Uh, do you know that somebody actually did... Uh, a 1080 off of a vert ramp like for the first time during quarantine what no yeah Holy an 11 year old brazilian skater did a 1080 on vert in like april yeah. or may yeah died tragically because it's <laughs> just, much, just burst into flame just, he, he just went straight <laughs> up to heaven <laughs> Also, <laughs> you should get to be the Hawkman. By the way, if you do the 1080, I'm the Hawkman. He comes now. out of the clouds with his wings spread and caresses you and carries you into God's arms. Welcome to heaven now. This is my real son. <laughs> Sorry, Riley. Sorry, Riley. This is the true son to the Hawk. Also, I didn't know somebody had done a 1260 off of a big air ramp. You're making up People numbers. People just blowing past Tony, like. The 900 yeah. is, is, is nothing. So that's, Well, logic, logic um, would dictate if you make the big air ramp big enough, <laughs> mm. I, you could conceivably achieve any number of rotations. It's just, it's just a question of survivability uh, <laughs> at when you have to then put your body back on the ground. Like if I vert, if I vert off of you know, the, the top of the Empire State Building, sure, sure, sure. I could probably get a few rotations in there. Has there ever been a... I want to move on to other stuff, but real quick. Has there ever been... A athlete that is more iconic in their sport. Like, are you mm -hmm. joking? For a large swath of the, large swath of the population, Chris. What do you Michael, Michael Jordan? Jordan? No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't mean. I'm not saying that Michael Jordan isn't a very good basketball player, but there are other people who are iconic basketball oh. players. Iconic oh. basketball players. Like, for a lot of people on the planet. Skating begins and ends with Tony Hawk. Like, he's, and because yeah. of this game, like he's the only well, skate. Hold on, like, hold on. For I think Sean White got on a board once or twice. Well, but I know, I'm that's, joking. I'm but joking. True. That's true. He did. But that's okay. That's I mean, close. He didn't have the level Absolutely of popularity, not. but like Sean White is the only snowboarder right. in any. But like, but that's um, not. That's not. I mean, clearly there are lots of incredibly talented skateboarders. But what Justin is saying is like saying is like for, there's, there's two. There's so many people for whom Tony Hawk is the only skateboarder gun to their head they could name. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Right. I'm joking. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> well, and I think that, but also the game. It's not just that. It's like the game put. I think the the game is actually more to 
blame than mm. he is, right? Like the game put mm. skating into a lot, like it opened the door to that entire world and subculture yeah. for like so yeah. many people. I mean, it's I know wild. people that skate because of this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think if you asked how, like the average person, you know, for the most famous announcer, people say John Madden just yeah. because it's a game title. Yeah. Even right. though he was yeah. better known as a coach. In my opinion. <sighs> anyway, um, hey, do we want to do mail? Yeah. Yeah. What, what do we hear from people? Okay. So we've got some questions. Uh, this one's from Joe D. If you all invented a skateboarding trick, what would you name it? Um, I mean, for me, I could probably do a trick called like the forty-five, mm-hmm. and it's just I turn, I just turn my body instead of reaching like a one hundred and eighty or three sixty. I kind of just like do what I can, which is like a 45 degree rotation. And I know you're probably thinking, doesn't that mean your wheels will no longer be perpendicular when they land on the ground? And the answer is yes. It's a very difficult trick to land. That's what makes it so hard. Uh, That's what makes it so cool to look at and funny. I thought it was going to be that you would turn 45 and still have the gall to step on a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Hawk's 52 and still crushing. Wow. Like, I feel like we have we said some shit about 52-year-old Tony Hawk earlier in this episode. The videos they released as promo before this game came out, like, the dude fucking tears it the fuck up. It's amazing. So it's amazing. I'm saying it rules. It's very celebratory. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm easing into my twilight years. I hope I can still, I don't have any physical activities. Should have picked those up before now, I guess. Um, it would be a pepperoni roll for me. It would be I grab. I'm gonna play tribute to West Virginia, so it'd be the pepperoni roll. Oh, cool! <laughs> and that's just where I grab the board and roll around. <laughs> it's not a good trick. Anybody? Can I'm do bringing it. the granny style to the skate park. It's when you sit okay. on your board, crisscross applesauce, and just sort of maneuver yourself forward on your hands, and then you just oh, let right, Jesus right. take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> the original Christ air. <laughs> um, uh, okay, I got another one. This one's from Nick. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater has an iconic soundtrack, but if you could each add any song to it, what would you add? I mean, to date this episode immediately, WAP, right? Like, that's got to be the one the kids will love it immediately. Interesting. (laughs) Interesting. Playing it for the kids. I respect it. I respect it. You know, really, really pandering to that young, shenanigan, rebellious. I don't know if any of these words describe the youth nowadays, actually. (laughs) I don't think so. They actually, I think I'll just (laughs) torpedoed out of the podcast. (laughs) Uh, Justin, what would you add? Uh, I would pick the, um, the, it's all about the Benjamin's rock remix mm-hmm. featuring, uh, Rob Zombie and, uh, Fuzzbubble. All right. Mm. <laughs> uh, fucking, it's good track. I w- I'll play it real quick. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do not get us sued. It's okay to do, you could do a little bit of it is, is actually Okay. Because it's for what? What's the word? Fair what would use. you call it? Mm. S- satire. Uh. <laughs> Criticism. Oh yeah. The crunchy. Yeah. Now that I listen to uh-huh. it, I think that that might actually be the version that Weird Al parodies and all about the Pentiums. I'm not positive. <laughs> um, I have the correct answer. I would just uh-huh. take the soundtrack to SSX Tricky and oh. just import mm-hmm. all those songs right into it. 
Wow. Uh, leading with and uh, featuring Shake What Your Mama Gave You by uh, the band Skank. It's <laughs> <laughs> the, the name of that group. It's mm-hmm. the name of that group. I did not name them. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, one last question. Uh, this one's from. Wait, no. Harder Than You Think by Public Enemy. That's what it would be. That's what it would be. That'd be there so you go, good. Buzzer beater. There. Got it right in. Sorry. Sorry, Puffy Thav. This one's from Jake. Sorry, Sean. What secret unlockable character should be added to the game? Darth Maul. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Well, oh, sorry, 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 baby Yoda. Oh, shut it down, folks. Shut it down. Baby Yoda in his like, and he could even be like in his floating pod. Like he doesn't even, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, Iron Man had the hoverboard in one of them. Marty McFly, I guess, in that case. Or you know what? Carol Baskin. Oh, the Tiger King. Either one of that. Tiger King. People love that. Remember the Tiger King times? So long ago. Remember when we could all just get agree on that at least? We didn't like being at home and we love the Tiger King. I mean, it, it's coming back because all the like true TV Discovery Channel Tiger King like ripoffs, that's going to be all fall. Yeah, I hope you're true. ready. Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm so very, annoyed. actually, very ready if I had multiple <laughs> lesser quality Tiger Kings to enjoy. Is anybody playing anything else that we want to talk about? Uh, I mean, we can talk next week, we're doing uh, Speed Lunky 2. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Which I think some of us has spent some time playing. Gotti. But is there anything else that folks have been diving into? Um, nothing recent. I'm kind of working through my back catalog. I've been playing Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Uh, what a good game. What a very fun game. Um, which one? Which one? Is that the most That recent was the most one? recent one. It was PS4. Um, it, I feel like it had almost identical box art to Human Revolution. Um, but no, it's really good. That is a game that I think really takes advantage of its sort of hub world and does some really interesting things with it as the game progresses. It, it, I would describe it as a game that feels an inch wide and a mile deep. And I think it surprises you with how often the game is listening to you. You can do some relatively small things early on in the game. And then later you're like, Oh, now there's a crime scene there. And Oh, this character just called me out of the blue. Cause I helped them. And um, I've really enjoyed that. And then although not a video game, Hey, disc golf is also a very fun game. Uh, and disc golf is fun. Disc golf kicks ass. I'm at that phase of quarantine where I'm now. I've now just dove headfirst into disc golf, and uh, boy, do I recommend it! Great way to go outside. You can social distance, and um, you get some sick discs that you can just let rip. It's across like the, the most we should socially distance sports. Yeah, we should do sports and books in this segment. <laughs> Why can't we do sports and books? It doesn't have to be games. Sports and books. <laughs> But it has to be books about games. <laughs> I've been uh, I've been playing a bit more Avengers. I capped out. Uh, I hit the level cap on my chosen character, who is Black Widow. It's my favorite one. Uh, What's the level cap? Fifty. And once you hit level fifty, basically you get the last point you need to unlock every skill. So there's it's, okay. there's very little sort of like build stuff going on. I think my time with the game has probably come to an end because uh, I yeah. I really really. I feel the same way about it that I feel about like early Destiny 2 where it's like I feel like that game is extremely fun to play and I will pick it back up and you know play it here and there but I do not feel uh even remotely the kind of drive that I felt with like late Destiny 2 or I guess current Destiny 2 to like really put my time in. like I I don't feel like the hundreds of hours 
of time investment that they kind of want you to put in the game is even remotely justified at this point. But it, you know, I, I also feel like it is so fun to play that whenever they drop new shit, I will probably come back to it. I'm kind of bummed that Spider-Man is exclusive to PlayStation 4. Obviously, I played on the PC, um, and I think that is dampening my excitement a little bit, like the idea that that's not going to be... Yeah. Because uh, that that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I've also been playing Hollow Knight again because they're uh, the final piece of DLC for that that came out in like late 2018. I didn't uh, didn't play. And uh, God, what a good game! God, yeah. What a great, what a very good game! How far are we from that sequel? That's a great question. It was I think it was supposed to be out this year, oh, but okay. I don't know that that is going to happen at this point. Yeah, um, a lot of things were supposed to happen this year. That is true. <laughs> um, uh, Gerflands added uh, perks. Uh, that you unlock in your runs. So if you've been waiting for the perfect excuse to finally play uh, this year's best game, probably, then uh, now's the perfect time to play Griftlands. Get, catch it. Uh, we'll talk about it more next week, but if you want to play the year's best game, Spelunky 2 is available now. Mm. Um, and it is my goat. It's on. It's on PS4 now, right? It's on PS4 now, and it will mm-hmm. be available on PC at the very end of this month. Gotcha. Yes. Uh, it's, y'all, it's real good. Real. I'll say this, to maybe save some people the purchase. It's real fucking hard. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I like to consider myself somebody who is pretty good at Spelunky, and uh, I have not gotten past, like, the second level by myself yet. It's, uh, it's a tough one. I have uh, nearly beaten it. And the, 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 the thing that I will say uh, for people who didn't like the original Splunky or maybe didn't even try it and they're worried about playing the second one is I think it, it really turns uh, your skill in Splunky 1 against you. Wow. Um, yeah, so so you might actually I'm be in a, in a better spot <laughs> if, you, if you have not played a lot of Splunky 1 because a lot of uh, my, my dumbest deaths have come with uh, me making some pretty bad assumptions about how the game works. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm going pro. Uh, Miles, how can people find you if they were like, I like this flavor. I would like another scoop. Uh, if you want, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at the Miles Luna. And uh, yeah, it's so pretentious. Uh, that's pretty much it. That's like I hang out. I lurk on there sometimes. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for, for joining us. This was a lot of fun. Um, and I wish you were here. If you want to take my place to talk about splunking. <laughs> it's great being here. Thank you. <laughs> You can, uh, as I said, Splunky 2 next week, so try to put some time into that if you want to join in on that conversation. And follow and listen for free on Spotify, which I assume you're already doing, but if you're not, if you're getting pirated bootleg tapes <laughs> in the spirit of Tony Hawk, please just get get it on Spotify. Uh, and, and tell a friend. Let them know that you know they don't need uh, Spotify Premium or anything. They just go on the app and they listen to it. It's great. And uh, we really... You know, it would just be really nice. Besties.fan is the link to share with people. You can also get in touch with us mail at besties.fan. We're on Twitter at the besties pod, where there's also a link to our mailing list uh, if you'd like to join up with that. Um, I think that's everything, right? Yes. Yes. Good. good. Yes. Take us home. Good. Take us home. Here we go. Be sure to join us again next week for the besties. Because shouldn't the world's best friends pick the world's best games? It's a Spotify original podcast.
in association with Fox Media. The show is edited by Jelani Carter and produced by Ben Hosley. And our theme song is by Ian Dorsch. Besties!